Hello, and welcome to the In Between Podcast. My name is Darby, and I am here with my friends, Bethany. Happy Easter. And Mike. Yo, what's up? And today we're talking about Easter, which is the high, glorious point of the church calendar. And we're really excited to talk about it because we're, by nature, people who are totally cool with wallowing Mm. and the sadness of Lent. Like suits us all just fine. Sadness of life in general. We prefer yeah. it's just reality. <laughs> Everything's sad. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Easter is a super important corrective. It is. It's, we need this. Yeah, we need this. This is like medicine to us. Yeah. So we are here to think through like how do we engage the joy of Easter? How do we fix our eyes on Christ, celebrate his victory, mm-hmm. and and fearlessly relish what that means for mm-hmm. us? So, Mike, do you want to talk for just a minute about like Easter? Yeah. What is it what's happening theologically? Yeah, so I remember when I was a a boy, I would go to bed on Saturday night before Easter and there would be this buzz. I would feel this buzz in the air. Yes. Similar to Christmas yes. Eve, but different. Um, and because Christmas, I was just more excited about the gifts, but there was this, there was this uh, excitement going into that Saturday night that I just didn't know how to articulate. And now, uh, as an adult, and I'm I'm kind of, you know, more aware spiritually, um, Sunday, Easter Sunday is a day when, when things changed across the cosmos. Mm. Um, the, the reversal of the curse began mm. or was beginning to be realized, um, in the person and work of Jesus Christ. And so, um, Easter Sunday is, should be one of the most important days for the Christian, which is why I think so many people go to church on Easter Sunday. Like it's just inherent that we should go to church on Easter. We don't know why we're there, but we're there. (laughs) It's because the world changed when Mm -hmm. Christ rose from the grave. Paul says that if Christ did not resurrect from the grave, our faith is in vain. And so this is the day for the Christian in which we get to just be excited and participate in the worship of our risen savior because Death has been swallowed up. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 sting of death has 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 been uh, muted, has been deadened, um, and so in some ways this is um, a new day. It's a new dawning of a new covenant, a new reality that we get to live in and participate in um, every Sunday, really, throughout the church year for the Christian. Is a little Easter, and so there's a cele- There should be a celebratory tone to our Sundays throughout the year, but Easter Sunday is like the Super Bowl. Like we're bringing out, um, you know, hay f- fog machines <laughs> and laser lights. Not at, not at Cormdale, but in in a, in a sense, <laughs> we did have a guy rap one year. Remember? That's right. Like we in did. our Easter service, I, I heard it was coming. I was like, I wasn't a part we of. We are that not going to be plan. good with this, and it was actually totally amazing. It was, it was awesome. Totally awesome. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and so, um, you know, for the for the Jews in Jesus's day, the Sabbath, uh, the their day of rest, their day of acknowledging that their Lord is going to go to work for them was, was Saturday. Jesus rising from the grave on Sunday shifted even that. And so that's why we worship for Christians. On, for Christians and for, for people following Jesus, the Sabbath, the day where we just rest because the work is done mm. 
it's not just we don't have to go to work on Sunday. The work is done. It is finished, and Jesus has risen from the grave. Death has been defeated, and we have new life. Um, and so that's that's just the reality that we get to celebrate on Easter. Uh, Paul talks about in Colossians 2, Colossians 2, verse 12, he says, Having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead, and you, who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses mm-hmm. by canceling the record of the debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and the authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. That's what we're celebrating on Easter Sunday mm. is, is this reality that all the debt's been paid, all the, the rulers and authorities that are uh, adversaries who stand against us and point the finger and judge us and condemn us, they've been defeated, they've been brought to open shame, and our shame has been removed because we're dressed in the righteousness of Christ. So... Mike would call this the Super Bowl of the Christian year. Um, Traditional church language calls this the Paschal Mystery. And Easter is actually like Christmas. We think of it as a single day, but it's actually a long season called Easter Tide. So Easter Tide lasts 50 days. And during that period, we also observe Jesus's ascension into heaven and the giving of the Holy Spirit to the church on Pentecost. Um, and actually, Pentecost Sunday marks the end of Eastertide. Mm-hmm. So just a little broad scope for you. Like, it's it goes on for a long time. It's 10 days longer than Lent, which is cool and awesome. So, um, Bethany, when you think through... What's happening in your soul? So Mike has laid out all these incredible causes to rejoice. Like there's nothing more compelling and cool than Easter and nothing like true celebration. Mm-hmm. So talk about in your soul, what do you pray for during Easter? How do you celebrate? I'm just talking about kind of the internal practices that that you um, that you do. So um, before we turn the mics on, I think, Darby, you had mentioned that, you know, we're coming from a season of fasting. We're entering this 50-day season of feasting and joy and freedom. And that's really intriguing to me because, well, for reasons we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, like, I like sad sad feelings. I like to wallow in sad (laughs) feelings sometimes. But getting in touch with that joy is just, it's really hard. And so I'm thinking even specifically of okay what time of year are we in like it's spring here and we've had a really terrible winter that's one reason to be joyful but i'm looking that it's over yeah that it's over (laughs) that it's over you were not joyful about the terrible winter no 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 no. um but like the looking for evidence of new life of grace um in this 50-day period and um for me personally i'm like all right how can I practice kind of this cultivating an attitude of joy and mm. thankfulness mm. and and not losing sight of the resurrection? I just think it's mm-hmm. so easy for me to like, all right, Easter's here. Yay, Jesus rose from the dead. This is awesome. But the next day, I'm like immediately forgetting about it already. Mm. So like, how how can I 
um, walk through this season leaning heavily into the joy and freedom that the resurrection mm-hmm. means. Okay, I have a thought. Yeah. What if it's like this? What if during Lent we cultivate awareness of sin mm. and that's like a seed going into the ground? Like mm. we're just listening. Like, Lord, will you show me what what needs correction? Where am I living in my false self? Mm. And then during Lent, or during Eastertide, then we're like alive to evidence of grace. God moves toward us when we ask him to. And mm-hmm. so if we've invited him to, to show us, like I have a bunch of things that I didn't expect to see emerge in my soul. We're still recording this during Lent. So I'm like really having some awakenings about some gross stuff inside in my motivations and whatever. What I would like love to do (laughs) is see progress, Mm -hmm. like in the next phase to really see like there's some freedom. Mm -hmm. There are some old habits that needed to die and and maybe have died. I yeah. hope I hope to be able to see that. So that might be like a nice corollary to the practices that we do during Lent and then coming through to Eastertide celebrating evidence of grace where God yeah. has show, revealed sin, set us yeah. free, yeah. healed yeah. us, given us new life. Yeah. Yeah, I I had some spiritual advisors tell me a few years ago like that cuz I I struggle with joy and celebration and, and seeing the value in that. And they just they just said, hey, for the next year, find joyful things to do. Like practice joy. And mm-hmm. it's going to feel painful, like painful, like you're doing something meaningless, but practice it. So I'm actually looking forward to having permission for 50 days to, <laughs> to practice joy because like I know it's something my heart needs and yeah. I, I'm prone to forget and I'm prone to wander away from that. And so... um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys and like other friends just like hold me accountable to that and mm-hmm. during this season, like, hey, where are you experiencing joy? Where are you pursuing joy? Because I think for the Christian, we should be the most joyful people on mm-hmm. earth because of the realities that Easter brings. Um and so hey, let's repent of that lack of joy mm-hmm. and just run after Christ and run after joy. Yeah, I'm thinking about Dan Allender's book on the Sabbath. I can't remember the mm-hmm. exact title, but if you were to Look it up. It would be easy to find. Um, And his whole premise is like, there's something super powerful in the idea of play, Mm. like holy redeemed play that takes into account all the suffering in the world and takes Mm. all of the hope and confidence that we have in the new heavens and the new earth, that all things will be set right, that our play is not frivolous, but predicated on that ultimate reality. And so we have to work for it. And we have to go after it. So, I mean, I love it that you've been doing that, Mike, and yeah. and are setting your intention to continue doing that. Because yeah. I think like, that's a really important thing to name. We can play in ways that are fruitless and yeah. fleshly and whatever. And uh, But that doesn't mean that we don't play. Like, that doesn't mean that in mm-hmm. our desire to be a good, whatever, disciple of Jesus yeah. that we, like, say, no, no, yeah. you know. Anyway. It's just something to think about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Process with your community. Yes. <laughs> this is a big topic that I'm not doing justice to, really. But anyway, um, okay, so we've talked a bit about sort of the theological implications. We've talked about the 50-day the period of Eastertide, a few things we can do devotionally during that season. And now let's talk about um, sort of external objects, pieces of art, food we eat. How do we make this real? How do we make this embodied in our homes on Easter Sunday and through Eastertide? One thing that I think I know our church is doing and that I think a lot of churches do 
is um, we baptize people on Easter Sunday. Yes, we do. Ooh, yeah. It's so good. And it's just a really beautiful picture of of people, you know, committing their lives to Christ, but seeing, you know, their their dead selves die mm. and be made new through baptism. Um, Metaphorically, we do yeah. not drown yeah, people. Yeah, we don't drown people. So. No. <laughs> Somebody else talk about it. <laughs> dead to but sin, you, alive to yeah, Christ. You're doing yeah, great. we love it. Yeah. Um, another thing that I know we didn't mention this on our Holy Week podcast, but um, we so we talked about how we have a Good Friday service. It's a Tenebrae service. We have a cross um, that we uh, drape a black cloth over, and on Easter we change that to white. So the colors for Easter are white and gold. Yeah, and it's it's a sign. It's the the color white and gold are are. are, are they signify uh, purity and joy and light and glory. So all of those themes are you just see in that that reality of resurrection and new birth and new life and um, Christ Christ victory over Satan, sin, and death. We also have to talk about feasting. Mm. Um, feasting is important in scripture, like really important, and it's a cool thing to study and look at. But on Easter, um, we have traditional foods that we eat. I'm sure everybody listening can Ham. think of their traditional dinner. Mike told us a sad, sad story that a relative who will remain nameless proposed spaghetti. Yeah, they were they were just and trying to be creative. Is, she is fired. Yeah, they're trying to be creative with <laughs> Easter lunch, Easter dinner. So misguided. Um, and you know we just need to have ham, ham and cheesy Easter potatoes. Ham. Cheesy potatoes. That's why. That's why Christ resurrected from the grave, you, so we could eat ham and potatoes. Food. Can you tell me from the Midwest? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, is Easter ham a thing? I don't know. Of course, okay, yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, In the like, Midwest people, only. I don't know. I don't know. Cheesy potatoes, probably. Yeah. But yeah, Easter ham. Gotta have your Easter. ham. I mean, if it's not a thing where you live, you should make it a thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's it's wonderful. So, yeah, there's a lot of delicious things to eat, and mm-hmm. um, it's a time to celebrate and mm-hmm. enjoy and be free and eat those chocolate eggs and <laughs> dig in. Yeah. What about Easter gifts? Do either of you, you both have kids. Yeah. Do you do the Easter basket Oh, thing? yes. We don't. Uh, once one, You are so contrary. Ooh, you guys. Why? Let's tease this out. See, I'm trying to be fun. I'm trying to be more fun and joyful. So <laughs> Come on, Mike. Get one with it. year, we gave the kids books for Easter and a little what? thing of candy. Um, now, is that fun, though? Uh, no. I mean, it depends. <laughs> for me, it would be. If Yeah. But anyway, carry on. My, so my, my parents... They bring the they bring a big thing of candy for all the kids. So I'm like, I'm not gonna give my kids more candy. That's kind of been my my reasoning for that. Uh but one thing I did hear from somebody that they they practice is um, you know, Easter is a season of new birth and new life and uh the beginning of all things being made new. So they started this this practice of paying attention to things that broke for their kids throughout the year and presenting them with those things fixed or or brand new. Um, that is so cool. That's really like, so cool. So if a toy broke, they bought them a new. They bought them that same toy, brand new, and so just signifying like, 
hey, geez, this is why Jesus came to make all things new. It's a beautiful picture. Yeah. I love it. Totally. That's great. We do Easter baskets hardcore. I was brought up on Easter baskets, and I just think you need to come to Jesus on this, Mike. Easter baskets are so fun. Your kids should come down in the morning like my kids do. <laughs> uh, anyway, we uh, we have Easter baskets. They're full of that tacky green grass. It goes everywhere. <laughs> and lots of chocolate. And usually I will give them a devotional book or if, like, I gave them their first Bibles, each in their Easter basket. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's really, it's really like a little treat and a little joy joyful thing mm-hmm. before we all mm-hmm. get ready and rustle off to church so yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. it's pretty fun yeah. i love it do you and do you and your husband give each other easter baskets no no we don't but i mean we should though you should come to jesus about that okay <laughs> i will if you will <laughs> okay all right all right deal okay i wonder what i would put in his easter basket his beef, favorite candy beef jerk oh twizzlers twizzlers yeah. in a, oh, yeah. a book or something like yeah. a, some kind of some kind of mountain climbing gear. Yeah. There you go. Like here. A carabiner. A carabiner, yeah. All right, awesome. So we talked a bit the last time about all the music we love. We would come yeah. back to that topic again. There is so much good, amazing music. You probably have your own favorites. This is going to sound very self-promotion-y a little bit, but we have a record from Corndale Church called Swallowed Up Death, yeah. and the song Swallowed Up Death, our good friend Megan sings it, and she wrote it with her husband, and- Guys, it is money. It is. It's so good. Uh, and what our- pastor has just traveled to South Africa and said that they were singing it at a church mm. there and it's it's so good you should really listen to it. So it's called Swallowed Up Death. You can find it on Spotify and mm-hmm. iTunes and all the places. All the places. Check it out. Also, an amazing time for church music of all eras. Mm. Yeah. So, Keith fill your Green. House. We yeah, uh, Keith Green, the Easter song. Easter song. I was like, what's the t- <laughs> It's called the Easter it's song. It's called the Easter yeah. song. Yeah. Do it. Keith Green's Keith Easter Green. song. Do it. Um. Ooh, that! Oh my gosh! All my childhood music memories are emerging. This is so weird. Do you guys remember that acapella group called Glad? Oh yes. yeah! Oh my gosh! They yes. did a really hilarious. I mean, not hilarious. They did a really awesome version of the Easter song. Anyway, we're gonna have to look that well, up after this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go out singing that today. So, bum ba 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 There it is. There it is. Wow! It sounds like Carol of the Bell. It, re- it reminded me. It reminded me of the Office episode where Dwight's doing the drum part for Angela singing "Little Drummer Boy." Oh my gosh! Somebody pull the plug on this. Well, we're leaning hard into the joy side of things. Yes, already we are. Thanks for listening to our Easter episode. We hope that you are celebrating the day with all your heart. There is nothing more worthy of our celebration and enjoyment. So go forward in the joy of Easter. And uh, we'll be back again with podcasts a little later during Eastertide. So join us then. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at the In Between Pod. And we would love it if you would rate us and leave a review on uh, any of the platforms where you listen to podcasts. So again, thank you so much for listening along. And we wish you a great Eastertide. 